0: Let's talk weather.
1: Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon.
0: And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma.
1: Bonnie, it's been a very adventurous weekend into the week. Normally we tape on Sundays. However, this is Wednesday. We kind of wanted to wait to see what Isaias would do. And now that, I'm assuming it's a he, right? Now that he is come and gone, um, we had a landfall and hurricane that... Went from hurricane to tropical storm, back to hurricane, and then came ashore. And as of this morning, was making its way through Quebec.
0: <laughs> Which is so crazy to say, like that is just so random.
1: It is. I wondered but, if, hey. I, yeah, I wonder if he had to stop and get his uh, passport checked at the border.
0: Probably. Oh, and make sure he's not bringing foreign foliage or foreign animals across the border. You know how they do.
1: Yes, I do. And, you know, because I know there is a distinct uh, advantage to U.S. and Canadian crops and Mm -hmm. creatures. When they do cross the border, they change. They say A a lot more. (laughs) A. A. That's more (laughs) of um, A, like Canadian A. I don't know.
0: A. Yeah, it works. Like a moose. Right. All right. Well, <laughs> what le- are we even talking about right oh now? Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> Mooses. <laughs> talking about moose. So what's the that's plural right. of moose? Is it moose? Yeah, it's just moose. It's right. a moose. I mean, it should be
0: meese, but whatever. English
1: is smart. <laughs> I mean, English is a weird <laughs> language. That is very, That's very very true. Um, speaking of, the name Isaias, okay? Yes, I know I butchered it last week, and everybody has butchered it at one time or another, so I don't feel completely bad. Uh, However, the name will not be retired this year, so it will be back on the list in seven years. So this is the not time you will hear Isaias.
0: But you now have seven years to practice saying it, so everybody, let's start practicing. Yes,
1: you want to take a stab at it?
0: Isaias?
1: Yes, there you go. I have it written out in phonetical form on a whiteboard in front of me, so uh, I've said it about 300 times before we tape this, just so I sound like I know what I'm talking about.
0: Hey, you sound more like you know what you're talking about than I do, so... (laughs) at least
1: one of us does lies all lies <laughs> um so hurricane Isaias came ashore uh 11 p.m eastern the landfall was near ocean isle beach north carolina sustained winds 85 miles an hour central pressure 988 millibars making it a cat one at landfall bonnie we knew that it would be a hurricane we saw it as a hurricane come through the caribbean Mm -hmm. And everybody in Florida was worried that they would get a direct hit and then it would skirt up the East Coast. We always kind of knew, you know, South Carolina, North Carolina were definitely in the bullseye. But it's very funny to look at this storm and see what happened again as it came through the Caribbean. It had this massive influx of dry air that got into the core and it really tore this thing apart.
0: Yeah, it's definitely fluctuated up and down and. I didn't expect it. Once it hit hurricane status, I honestly didn't expect it to go down ever. I was like, okay, it's hurricane. It'll be a hurricane until it makes landfall. So when it was downgraded again before landfall, I was a little surprised. And then I was surprised when it upgraded right before it made landfall. So it was a very interesting storm that was just kind of up and down, up and down, couldn't make up its mind.
1: Right. And let's jump in and talk talk about this a little bit because when we look at tornado storms, right, What's the one mm-hmm. thing that we know that can end a tornado, right? It's rain wrapped. It's, it's that, you know, outflow, the rain cooled air, it gets into the core and it really kills that, you know, the rotation, right? Right. And it's the exact opposite for hurricanes. You get that dry air into the core. It disperses the thunderstorms out. It kind of kills some of that convective activity. And we saw with Isaias, but it's kind of it's the exact opposite right we want that warm dry air in the core of a, of a tornado we want that to continue to allow the area of circulation and the updraft to keep going right mm-hmm. and you know it's funny two big weather phenomenons and it's the exact opposite and I was thinking about this today before we started taping okay you want that warm air you know in that thunderstorm to help create the updraft it keeps the rotation going and what is a hurricane? A hurricane is a series of big thunderstorms that are in an organized area rotating around an area of low pressure. And as soon as you get that dry air into the eye or, you know, starting to work its way uh, through the hurricane, it really chokes things off. And so it just for me, it's one of those little oddities that make weather really fascinating.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like, you know, that shear is a big thing yep. for the hurricane that'll tear it up but you need shear to get a tornado going. So that's another interesting thing that they are two huge, similar things that are rotating and cyclonic, but they need opposite ingredients.
1: Right. When you get down on that micro level, again, it's about the different ingredients that happen. And, you know, some people will be like, well, don't hurricanes spawn tornadoes? Yes, they do. Because the inherent motion of, Mm-hmm. You know, the rotation is already there. It's already present. You do have shear as now this air is interacting with land. This air is interacting with mountains and, you know, trees and buildings and other thing where instead of being out over the open ocean where there's nothing to stop it, it's very directional. However, once you start to interact with land and you start to get other elements like heating of the ground, that shear becomes very quick. And so that's why you do get these spin-ups of tornadoes. Uh, and we saw that there was some, you know, damage from some small tornadoes in Virginia.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was one point I looked at radar and there was five or six tornado right. warnings at one time, like lined up down a rain band, you know? And so I was like, that's very interesting. And I think a few people, unfortunately, did lose their life to tornadoes yes. um, out of out of that hurricane. So that's, that's really sad that that was, you know, another hazard on top of just the hurricane coming ashore i saw a lot of trees down a lot of pictures from all over with trees and stuff down and flooding and all of that so even though it was a small weak cat one it still did quite a bit of damage
1: right and you have to remember with hurricanes yes the wind is an important story but Mm -hmm. it's the amount of rain and the amount of flooding and storm surge that really is going to be the key message that we have to drive home you know turn around don't drown that, that's pretty universal, right? You don't want to drive through flooding where you don't know what's happened to the road because roads do get washed out. But Isai has dropped a lot of rain, anywhere yep. from an inch up to five to six inches. And I know some areas have had more uh, amounts than that. But you're right. Trees come down, lots of rain, flooding, storm surge. And the storm was not a fast mover. So, I mean, it was constantly pushing water up against the east coast seaboard south carolina yeah. north carolina you look at the tidal gauges they were way up and it's one of, it's you know it's the biggest killer when it comes to hurricanes is going to be your storm surge and flooding so yes. it's it's not surprising that you know we saw the amount of rain we saw the amount of wind and we saw the amount of storm storm surge even though as you said it was a small cat one this thing was still packing uh, a lot of energy and it did a lot of damage
0: Yeah, it did. And it's still going strong. Well, I won't say strong because I think it's a tropical depression now. But it is, like you said, in the beginning, moving up into Quebec now or Quebec. How do you say it? Quebec. Quebec. And I think that the last advisory was just issued, but it's, it's moved all the way up into Canada. So that's pretty impressive that it's made it that distance and it's still pretty together. It's just a depression now and not a tropical storm or hurricane.
1: Sure. So, so, impressive. Oh, absolutely. So the last the last information summary that the National Hurricane Center will issue on ECIES came out this morning at 5 a.m. Eastern, saying that the storm was located 55 miles north-northwest of Quebec City, maximum stained wind 40 miles an hour, central pressure 1,000 millibars. No coastal watches or warnings in effect. Obviously, it's very far inland. However, the impacts are gale force winds, over and near the St. Lawrence River this morning, gale force winds are possible elsewhere uh, over southeastern Quebec today. And now everything will be handed off um, for um, coverage to the Canadian Hurricane Center. And you can go online and find out their website if you want to follow what East Aies is doing. But rainfall amounts, again, one to three inches are expected along the track of East Aies as it crosses through southern Quebec. So this thing is dumping a lot of rain. There's still a lot of tropical connection to it. And Mm -hmm. there's not a lot else happening weather-wise right now in the continental United States to kind of help push this thing out, you know, and not just, you know, the U.S., but into Canada, all of North America. So this thing is just dumping rain and that tropical connection is still there. It's still pulling, you know, that tropical air south and then moving it north.
0: Which is crazy. And that is, you know, a sign of a pretty strong, well-organized storm. So the fact that It didn't get up to a higher category hurricane is pretty, you know, surprising considering its long life that it's had. And so are the other two areas that were out there in the Atlantic nothing now. I haven't seen anything new.
1: So we have one and we'll get around into that. But, you know, just to point out what's kind of happening weather wise in the U.S. right now, if you go to weather.gov. It will pull up all the, you know, all the counties, all the United States, and it has all the little gridded forecast regions. Literally, there is an area around Dallas-Fort Worth right now that, let me click on it and see what the actual warning is. Uh, It's an air stagnation. Okay. So there is literally no active watches or warnings east of Colorado right now. Wow. And when I do that, it's a severe thunderstorm watch, and we'll get into that. Uh for portions of or portions, sorry, portions. Combining <laughs> words. It's, it's my it's my Friday and I'm beyond excited for the weekend. Anyways, Ooh. portions of eastern Colorado are under severe thunderstorm watch. That's it, folks. And there is yeah. nothing else happening east of that point. And you know, it is summer. We understand that we get these areas of high pressure that kind of dominate you know, large portions of the country and the continent, but Isaias is it, and that's what we look at, and that's the big story this week and going forward. But um, this thing right now, as we said, going through Quebec, uh, you can pull up the uh, last little advisory and, you know, the, what is it called? It's the infographic. Um, This thing is definitely left the United States. Like I said, it's traversing into, into southern Quebec, and by... Late this afternoon and into tomorrow, this thing is going to be way into northern Canada. And at that point, expected to dissipate, but not out over the ocean, just doing its own thing.
0: Well, and that's that's the deal. Now that it's over land, it's just a matter of time before it runs out of steam. It's just kind of had a lot of steam for a long time. So I'm pretty impressed by that. But um, good job, Isaias, Isaias. I didn't (laughs) practice like you did.
1: (laughs) Isaias. East IES. ee das das ees
0: oh okay e okay mm-hmm. i got you yeah i got you now
1: think of east size east, east IES.
0: all right i'm i'm gonna write it down i'm gonna practice it for the next seven years yes when we when, so we... when it comes around again i'll be a pro
1: yes you will yes you will so uh essay came and went it was pretty impressive for what it was again as a cat one uh at its strong point at landfall but you mentioned there are other areas that we are watching there is tropical depression 10 that came and went uh, we barely knew it it was out in the atlantic so it wasn't a big deal so now we move forward to what we have going on right now there is an area of low pressure uh, that is southwest of bermuda a few hundred miles southwest of bermuda national hurricane center says it's a very low percentage of formation through uh, two days, 10%, through five days, 10%. So we'll kind of briefly watch that. It's an area of organized thunderstorms, but they don't have high confidence in it. And that's it, folks. Again, we look at waves coming off of Africa. We look at storms out over the Caribbean, and there's not much happening.
0: Well, hopefully, that organized area of thunderstorms hits a nice, you know, patch of atmosphere that right. gives it some kick in the pants, but. I mean, if not, there's still plenty of time left in the season, so we'll see how things pan out.
1: And we're not even at our peak yet, and we're already into the ice storm. So Um, I know I've seen a lot of tweets coming across this week about how historic this season has been. Uh, I understand that. It makes total sense. And, you know, we go back and we look at everything that's happened and, you know, it was funny we tweeted out a couple days ago, 6 days ago, that in the span of, you know, roughly a week, maybe 8 days, we had hurricanes impacting the United States in the Atlantic, the Pacific, and the Gulf of Mexico. That's pretty it from all sides. Yeah, that's pretty es- epic. There's no, yeah. you know, there's no way to you know, to say that, but man, it was really it was interesting, you know, Douglas You know, flirted with the Hawaiian Islands. We had, obviously, Isaias come ashore, um, you know, in South Carolina. And then, you know, we've had other storms this week. I'm trying to find where was it? You know, Hannah made uh, landfall in South Texas. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a lot of tropical activity to affect the United States in a very short amount of time. And, again, we got to give a shout-out to our friends at the National Hurricane Center, the National Weather Service, FEMA, Local emergency managers, because you guys have had your hands full.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially emergency management. Like, they have their hands full with fires and weather and pandemic, and, you know, hats off to them.
1: Right. And, you know, they just do such a great job of keeping us informed, making sure we stay safe. We cannot say enough good things about our friends uh, who are emergency managers. So, thank you all.
0: Yes, thank, thank
1: you, you all. all. Also, shout out to the Hurricane Hunters and Noah uh, for the hurricane stuff because, man, they, they're doing some cool stuff. Oh, no, I know I retweeted the video on our page at Weather Podcast on Twitter of them doing the Drops On launch. Yes. That was cool.
0: So cool that I would love to do that.
1: Right? I just want to fly with them once.
0: Right? Just one time.
1: It'd be fantastic. So I just
0: want to look out my window and see the eye wall of a hurricane. Right. That's all I want. I would lo-
1: I would love to be in the cockpit and punch the wall and just be like that that would just for me would be the the coolest thing in the world.
0: I want to physically punch the wall with my <laughs> fist.
1: <laughs> you do that, Bonnie, you do that.
0: <laughs> That's the only wall my fist would ever be able to go through would be the wall.
1: Oh, whatever. Whatever. Give yourself some credit. You're stronger than you think
0: hey I have people who tell me I have gerbil fists okay so I am not very powerful <laughs>
1: okay if you say so I think we might now I think we might not have a new nickname for you <laughs>
0: don't call me no I fist. won't
1: I will not, <laughs> I will not. so Isaias is coming gone we now look to that area out in the Atlantic uh, but again not you know not a bad storm you know we'll take no. a cat one 988. Not bad. I will say this: those of us in the Pacific Northwest who wait for our winter storms to come in, look at hurricanes of 988, you know, 980, and up toward like you know a thousand millibars, and we just kind of scoff at it, like whatever. (laughs) Because our big our big Pacific storms are like 976, 970, and if we get like in the 969s, we're really amped up, thinking, okay, region-wide windstorm, 100 miles an hour, 100 miles in. You know, big stuff that we look at. So we look at 98, nine eighty eight, and like, eh, it's a small, little Pacific storm. No big deal. Obviously, that's not the case. It's a hurricane. Uh, much different aspects in terms of regional implications. But just from the meteorological standpoint, 988, eh, walk in the park. <laughs>
0: No big deal. That's what I say to your hundred mile an hour winds. Come at us with our EF fives with our three hundred mile an hour winds, like right. please.
1: Right. Speaking of winds, you guys did have some cool stuff earlier in the week. Uh, four days ago, you had some strong wind gusts out ahead of some thunderstorms in Oklahoma City.
0: Yes, uh, we did have a nice little um, gust front come through. It was pretty early though, so I kind of missed it. But yeah, it was nice. We have some. We have interesting weather that happens. I mean, we have interesting weather that happens at all times of day, but we get interesting weather early morning, like between the four and six a m hours. Uh, we actually had a nice cluster of heavy rain and thunderstorms come through this morning at that time too. so nice. yeah, it's just it's kind of been an interesting past couple of weeks for it being July into August, so
1: well, that is good. yeah, well, you know, we look at severe thunderstorms. Uh, we mentioned again, Eastern Colorado has that severe thunderstorm watch up. And, you know, there is a slight risk of severe thunderstorms for today, Uh areas, again, eastern Colorado, far southeast portions of Wyoming, uh parts of the southern panhandle of Nebraska, and then into the very northwest corner of Kansas. So stuff is definitely, you know, atmosphere is churning. We see it a lot. Um, I will say this. I think it's been very interesting that most of the elevated thunderstorms, we talked for a long time, that stuff was, you know, up in Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota. It's starting to make its way south again. And yeah. you're starting to see things pop up again. Wyoming, Colorado, Nebraska, Kansas. Eventually, you guys will be back in the Bullseye. Our second chase season is what? Maybe a month out?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say mid September ish into early october like there's like there's like a line in october where it goes from like kind of warm to like boom fall temperatures and the leaves change it's like you wake up overnight and that's what's happened so it's very weird here but i don't and speaking of weird it's been in the 80s for the last like week
1: well that's not bad at least it's not 100 and you know with all that lovely humidity you love so much
0: yeah give it till tomorrow that's all coming back tomorrow I'm sorry. I know. I know. We've been spoiled the last like week or so. But it's fine. Right. Because not only has it been 80s, but it's been low humidity also. Oh, that is nice. even mid-80s with high humidity is still pretty icky and miserable. So it's been pleasant the last week or so. It's nice. I mean, it was warm enough over the weekend, though, for me to get burnt to a crisp at the lake. But it's fine.
1: Yeah. How was your late trip, by the way?
0: Oh, it was really good. It was really fun. Um, I'm all about camping and it was it was pretty warm and toasty, but we spent like the entire time in the lake and I promise you I went through two cans of SPF fifty sunscreen and my back is like a fire truck. Oh, like I'm it sorry. is so red.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's it's all right, and my nose did get a little burnt. I looked a little bit Rudolphish, but it's okay.
1: It happens. It maybe I'll happens. get a nice tan. I really wish that we could have recorded some of our uh, FaceTime calls because they were epic. I'm not going to lie.
0: Did we have more than one? I thought it was just one. Oh, we had two. Oh.
1: <laughs> yes, because because Courtney made an appearance in the second one. Shout out to Courtney.
0: Yeah, court dog.
1: Yeah, big time supporter of B Squared Weekly Weather Podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's the real MVP.
1: Yes, she is. Well, that and truly, <laughs> Truly. Truly and, and Courtney are the two real MVPs.
0: Yes, I wish they'd sponsor the show.
1: Yes, hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh,
0: Right? (laughs) i to be back at the lake. Uh, That's what postponed our recording, everyone, so sorry about that. Yes,
1: well, that and then we did really want to see what Isayis was going to do, so.
0: True, true. We were kind of like waiting that out, seeing what he decided to do, where he decided to wander.
1: Yep, and it did. It wandered into Canada.
0: (laughs) Which sounds nice. You know, I bet it's nice up there.
1: I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Just make sure that we uh, cross the border and make yeah. sure you have your passport with you. Although I think the U.S.-Canadian border is currently closed.
0: I think so. Yeah, they don't trust us right now because we're not handling our situation.
1: Right. That, again, it happens. It happens. Right. Uh, what are you guys having for I mean, you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but what are you guys having uh, forecast wise coming up? Uh, we
0: have a little bit more um, slight rain chances like tonight into tomorrow. Nothing real significant. Um, but we're going to heat back up tomorrow. Uh, index, I think heat index is going to be around 99, 100. Humidity coming back. And so that's kind of what we'll be is mid to upper 90s through the end of the week. Um, and then we'll see. Hopefully we get more rain chances in here because I like the rain and I don't want to be all hot and sweaty.
1: I don't blame you there. Out here in Portland, it's been interesting. We've been in the... Low triple digits into the mid 90s and then now back into the 80s. And tomorrow we're gonna have rain, which is a very weird thing for me to say. Uh, quick little sharp cold front's gonna move through, drop a little bit of rain, and we're just like, yeah, I mean, it's it goes to like a 70% chance, and then we just go right back into sunny conditions. So, quick little cold front, uh, rain probably anywhere a tenth of an inch to a quarter of an inch, and then it clears out tomorrow night and Friday back in it with a high of 79 and then temperatures just stay in the mid to upper 80s and sunny conditions nice yeah so it's just one of those like like literally it's gonna be a sharp cold front it'll look cool on the radar it'll be like super defined the satellite will look really cool too and boom done
0: and then it'll be gone
1: yep it makes it's so a ma- weird
0: time in here right now
1: it is it really is so, again, it's all about, you know, model agreements and seeing how much really what happens, but pretty legit. I'm not going to lie.
0: And spaghetti plots. That's one of
1: my favorite. Oh, my gosh. By the way, thing. if you did not see it, go to our our podcast page on Twitter at Weather Podcast. Scroll about halfway down and you will see the spaghetti ensembles meme that we shared. <laughs> it is fantastic. <laughs> it is fantastic. Um, I'm going to do that because I want to give them a shout out for credit on that because it was just too good. Uh, da, da, da. you gotta scroll a little bit you gotta scroll just a little bit do, 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 do. keep on going keep on trucking you get to see some cool stuff all right uh storm chaser Nick uh update a spaghetti plot update spaghetti map for ninety two l it's fantastic
0: <laughs> so good and for someone who's a lover of weather and food to have a spaghetti ensemble right for some hurricane action is just perfect
1: it is perfect it totally is perfect And uh, one other tweet that I wanted to mention, shout out to Andrew uh, Elswick. He did the storm that smiles back and put the goldfish cracker over top (laughs) of Isaias. That was pretty good. Yes. Uh,
0: See, that's what I come to Twitter for is that kind of weather gold. Right.
1: Right. Also, uh, shout out to Greg Diamond from the Weather Channel shared a great uh, Mm -hmm. screenshot. We also retweeted this on a weather podcast from Cape Canaveral, their seashore north weather station. Had a max wind gust of a hundred. Uh, had a max wind gust of eleven thousand five hundred fourteen miles an hour, with a speed of ten thousand knots. But you, wow! But you knew it was a little suspect when the maximum temperature was twenty nine degrees Fahrenheit and the minimum temperature was twenty six degrees. <laughs> and yet, they, no. and yet the air temperature outside at the time was eighty two degrees.
0: I <laughs> I think it's you know, I think it's a little messed up. I think right. it needs a little help.
1: Right? Yeah. And
0: Eleven thousand mile per hour wind. Not good.
1: No. I don't think most of South Florida would be there. The Space Coast would be gone. Uh yep. Cape Canaveral would be gone. Um yep. it'd just be bad. But I love how it seems like he's yeah, it seems legit.
0: That sounds like a category six hurricane to me. <laughs> yes.
1: And then add like two or three zeros behind that. <sighs>
0: Fry, could you imagine oh, the, I, a
1: Category 600? Oh my gosh! I mean, it, it's to quote a, a line from Twister, it's it's the hand of God. It's <laughs> weird. I can't do I can't do it justice, but yes. <laughs> and by the way, again, shout out to NWS Wilmington, North Carolina. Their radar, which is positioned just uh, a few miles inland from the coast, was in perfect perfect position to capture Isaias as it came ashore.
0: Yes. Oh, it looks so good. So clean and just like perfect image right there. It It looks so good.
1: It was amazing. So again, shout out to those guys. Uh, Bonnie, another great edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. A little bit shorter than usual, but that's okay. Again, the big story was Isaias and all of our listeners clamoring for another episode of B Squared. Here you go. We'll be back with you in uh, what, three short days, four short days?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be back. We'll be back. I know y'all miss us when we're gone, but we'll be back.
1: Yes, we will be. We're like that. No, I won't say that. <laughs> I was gonna say something. I was like, nope, nope. I'm just not gonna say that.
0: <laughs> that that's good. When in doubt, don't say yes. it. Yes, <laughs> as my mother
1: has taught me very well. If you have nothing to say, don't say anything at all. Exactly. Oh, wait, wasn't that Thumper's mom that taught him that?
0: I'm pretty sure that was. We all learned that from Thumper. Yeah, yeah. shout
1: mm-hmm. to my boy Thumper.
0: Which is from Bambi. So all you babies out there who haven't watched classic Disney. That's from Bambi. Yep. It's on Disney Plus. Go watch it.
1: Yes, you must. I watched it the other day. It was fantastic.
0: I haven't watched it in a long time. Maybe I'll I'll go watch it again. You should. But, you know, I don't know. I don't want to watch a sad
1: movie. Yeah, but you know, it it's it comes full circle, right? True. It comes full and circle. And you know,
0: Flower is so sweet. The little right? skunk. Right. I love him.
1: Uh I can't watch Dumbo for this exact same reason. It's too sad. Yeah. But I'll I'll watch Bambi. So because right. I know So that... we all
0: have our movie list to watch now. Yes, Get we do. Popcorn. And then, of
1: course, Twister's available on Netflix. So let's not forget. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. We still need <laughs> to do our, our Twister special.
0: Yes. Which we should do soon.
1: Yes, we should. Maybe we'll do that in five days. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, again, like we said, another great edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon.
0: And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma.
1: And we'll talk to you guys soon.
0: Bye.